to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday of Holy Week. So mm-hmm. Holy Wednesday, I guess Holy I should Wednesday. say. Holy Wednesday. And uh, two great topics on deck. A new CPH Faith course mm-hmm. I'm excited to share with, because I've had a chance to read the book, I've actually had a chance to lead a uh, small group study oh, on the book. So you're uh, an expert I'm, on this. I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm an expert. <laughs> um, but we do have the experts uh, with us today, so I'm excited to uh, talk with them about the new CPH Faith course on Clearly Christian. Excited to talk about that. And it is Volunteer Month, so uh, during the second half, uh, we'll get to talk with one of our volunteers as we recognize Mm. volunteers this month, continue our series, our four-part series during Volunteer Month. (laughs) Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu, cuw.edu, live uncommon. Joining us today, the Reverend Trevor Sutton, he's pastor at St. Luke Lutheran Church in Lansing, Michigan, and author of Clearly Christian. Pastor Sutton, always a joy to have some time to chat with you. Thanks for having me. And Joe Willen, Senior Instructional Designer at Concordia Publishing House and the guy behind all these CPH Faith courses. Joe, thanks so much for joining us. Great to be with you guys today. So, uh, clearly clearly Christian. I almost said clearly Sutton. We have clearly Sutton with us to talk about uh, Trevor Christian. Uh, we have... Pastor Sutton to talk about his book, Clearly Christian, today and uh, present some really just some really engaging topics. I enjoyed going through this book individually and with a group at my congregation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really fun to get to talk with Pastor Sutton about it. Why is it important to be clear about who we are and what we believe today? This is uh, I just love digging into this in this book. Pastor Sutton, why? I think it's incredibly important that we are clear. And I the, the book begins by talking about sort of how do we describe the world around us? What If we had to pick one single word to talk about modern life, what would it be? And I'm convinced that the word confusion is that word, that we just look around us and the world is utterly, profoundly confused about everything, sort of what is true, what is not true, what's real news, what's fake news, what do I believe, what do I not believe, you know, all these different things. That's just... The, the air we are breathing is confusion. And I've seen that in so many different ways creep into uh, the Christian faith, uh, into the church, where now people are utterly confused. What does it mean to be a Christian? What does it mean to follow Jesus? What's in the Bible? They're just lost. What leads to this confusion and, and the uh, quote unquote half truths that, that you talk about? So this is going to sound strange, but I think what leads to that confusion is ultimately sin. And what I mean by that is in the garden, the serpent said, you know, did God really say what he said? Uh, And just that tiny little word, really, did God really say that? Uh, I think that's where confusion enters in. Uh, And confusion, that word, it comes to us from Latin, uh, and it it gives this image of, of mingling things together. And so the image in my mind when I was writing the book is if you drop a little bit of ink into water, what happens is that ink just spreads and spreads and spreads so that these, these two substances, ink and water, suddenly get confused and you can't see the clear water, you can't see the ink itself, it's just a confused mess. So I think that, that, that sin and confusion go together uh, and from that, that beginning, did God really say that? That, that, that these half-truths and confusion and uncertainty, all of these things have crept into our life and into our, our faith and our world so that it's really hard to know 
what is true, what is not true, what's fully true, what's half true. What does it mean to be clearly Christian? But we live in a world and a society where we are hyper-connected with so many opportunities for truth. Why why do we end up with so many um, mistruths or, or half-truths and so much confusion if we, are, we have all these opportunities for truth to be communicated? Uh, we have so many ways to be hyper-connected. Social media, um, we can call anyone on a phone instantly, but who uses phones these days? I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At least not to talk to people. That makes phone calls? <laughs> I know. Oh. This oh. device actually makes phone calls? I get it. Yeah, so... <laughs> a rarely known feature. We're so... <laughs> yeah, we call it a phone. Rarely used feature. Of, yeah. Uh, but, you know... Does that even that probably we just probably demonstrated why will we have so much confusion? Um, <laughs> why so much confusion in a day and age where we have so many opportunities to connect to engage? Um, why does this persist? You know, we call it the information age, and in a sense, it really is. If you think about how did we access information fifty years ago, it's totally different. I mean, people would buy sets of encyclopedias, and if they had a question. They'd have to consult one of those volumes of the encyclopedia, and if, if the question they had wasn't in there, then the next thing would be to wait for the library to open, uh, hope that the library had the information you wanted. But now, I mean, I'm sure we've all had this experience. You're out with friends, and somebody asks an obscure question, and everyone pulls out their phone instantly and says, oh, well, here you go. Here's the answer within five seconds. So we are in this information age, but in the same sense, it's become the age of misinformation uh, for several different reasons. But I really think that, that modern technology, digital technology, has made it really, really easy for us to be uh, reactionary, for us to be extremely quick with our uh, pushing send or pushing print or, or publish, whatever that is, so that we don't really spend much time vetting information, reflecting on information, examining it deeply. So so we have all this information and it, it makes us kind of lazy with with how we really go about establishing what is true and not true. That's because we click send or publish before we edit. We publish then edit is how we function edit today. That's great. <laughs> and if it's on exactly the right. It's on the one of my one of my favorite true. articles it was an April Fools article and it said we don't think people read anymore. Uh, read this article, and then if you've read it, please do not comment uh, on this article. And there were 500 comments about, <laughs> of course I read. I read 50 books a, week, you know, a year and all this stuff. And it just proved the point that, <laughs> nope, we read the headline and we go comment right away. Yeah, that was a great one. Absolutely. We all have an opinion. Um, <laughs> so we have all these great resources and it, to, to help us be informed and to... Uh, to help truth persist over mistruths or half-truths. Uh, and one of those is, one of those new technologies is the use of CPH faith courses. Joe, when you read Clearly Christian, how did you want this faith course, uh, this online CPH faith course, to help us engage the issues of truth and confusion? We'll get into uh, how Trevor wanted to do that as well. But Joe, what were you aiming to do with this faith course? Yeah, so uh, as Trevor said before, we live in an age of misinformation. And so when looking at the book, it was one of the books that I was fortunate enough that I read before we even decided to do a faith course on it. 
and looking at the first two chapters, really diving into what is confusion, uh, but then driving our hearers and our learners towards the only thing, not only a thing, but the only man, the only person that can clear our confusion, and that's Jesus. Uh, so that was the joy in reading the book, but the whole emphasis of what you're driving people towards uh, as they look for true clarity in the world. But that only place that they can find that clarity is in, in the God-man of Jesus. And Trevor, how did you want to uh, to have this, this faith course help engage uh, uh, your readers and maybe who, people who haven't actually read the book uh, just yet uh, with, with the issues of truth and confusion? One of the things I love about the faith courses, and I've been fortunate to work with Joe and CPH on, on several of these, I really love the way that they are bringing digital technology into this and making it extremely accessible. So I'm a, a parish pastor, and I work with a lot of my different teachers in the congregation, uh, lay people leading Bible classes. And one of the biggest challenges they have is feeling like they have don't have the resources they need to lead this class. And the faith courses makes it so accessible for anybody, whether you're a professional church worker or a lay person leading this class. It, it really makes it kind of easy and, and accessible in a way that, that you can have confidence in taking a group through this study. So that's that's been the thing I've loved in seeing the faith courses uh, rolled out and seeing how, how people are able to use them. It's It's a blessing to the church. What will uh, what kind of extra tidbits will people get uh, out of the faith course? In in addition, maybe if they've already read the book, uh, why would they want to also go through the the faith course? <laughs> they get to see me for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> they they won't get to see you as long as I got to stare at your face editing. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> one of the great things about the faith course is if you look through the end of each one of the chapters. Uh, there'll, there'll be a little excursus at the end of that. And so uh, what you're going to get as you go through this as a kicking off point of your discussion with your group it is three to five minutes of Pastor Sutton really diving into that excursus at the end of each chapter, really getting to hear him explain it uh, in different words than what he uses inside of the chapter. It allows him to go a little bit deeper uh, into that concept and really get you primed and prepped uh, for the discussion questions that are headed right in front of you. So, Joe, how do we get this uh, CPH Faith Course clearly Christian? Yeah, so if you go to cphfaithcourses.com, uh, it'll be on the main page. But if you happen to be listening to this podcast way into the future, uh, you just click the Browse button on the site, uh, and it will be available there. It's a three-week or a three-session uh, CPH Faith Course. So it's something that if you're wanting to uh, go to the site and sign up for and lead, maybe you're having something this summer. Uh, that you need a three-week break for, people heading on vacation or things like that. This would be a perfect way to keep people engaged uh, as they travel and through those summer months where uh, Bible study can be a little lighter, harder to pull your small group together uh, to have those studies. And Trevor, how did you pack that into three weeks? I went through this book with my congregation and we kept getting interrupted with snow days here in the Midwest. Our ice uh, kept interrupting our, our studies. Uh, it, 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 five, six, seven weeks or something yeah. like that we were into it. How did you pack that into three? Joe is masterful at editing. Uh, but really, I mean, w what it is is that it works in complement with the book. Mm -hmm. And so sort of as Joe's describing, there's there's elements in the faith course that are, are not in the book, but then there's obviously things in the book that are not in the faith course. So really the, the two together work in harmony. 
and you get a, a fuller experience and a, a richer study of it. Very good. CPHFaithCourses.com. Check out Clearly Christian. It should be right there. Use the Browse button on the top. It's a great resource. Looking forward to checking out the Faith Course now that I've read the book and worked through it with uh, some friends at church. Looking forward to checking out the Faith Course as well. Our guest today, the Reverend Trevor Sutton, pastor at St. Luke Lutheran Church in Lansing, Michigan, and author of Clearly Christian and a whole host of other books and, Mm -hmm. and articles as well. Pastor Sutton, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thanks for having me. And Joe Wilman, Senior Instructional Designer, Concordia Publishing House. Joe, thanks so much for joining us again. Thanks, guys. God bless. Coming up in just a little bit, Volunteer Month here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.